This is episode 56 of The Wrap, a weekly show where I bring you up to speed on the movie news and fun things from the past week. Today is Friday, November the 15th, 2013, and I am your host, TJ. Well, this past week, I did not get a chance to publish my box office report. I'm a little bit uh, mortified about that, but I've been working a lot of late hours. I worked several, a couple of 10-hour days, an 11-hour day, and nine hours on Thursday. So I've had a long week, and I just didn't get a chance to talk about the uh, box office report, or to, to write it, I should say. But I will get a chance to talk about it here. I'll go ahead and just uh, do it off of uh, Box Office Mojo, which is where I get my stats anyway. At the top of the the box office was Thor the Dark World. It brought in over the weekend 85.7 million. That was the weekend gross, the first week in the box office, and that's just domestically. That's pretty good. Uh, but foreign total was 240 million, already at 345.8 million worldwide. They're just minting money over there. Thor certainly dropped his hammer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good film, too. I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I mean, the Marvel machine is definitely uh, definitely going there. All right, so number two was Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. Ugh, again, weekend number three. It brought in $11.3 million over the weekend. It has $22 million foreign. It's up to $104 million worldwide. Just terrible. Why? why? I, I, I don't even understand why. All right, number three was Free Birds. Uh, it brought in $11.1 million over the weekend, now up to $33.5 million worldwide. I really don't get it. I just don't understand. Uh, I'm sure it's a fine film. I don't have any problem with it. I'm just not interested and don't understand why. It's an interesting film, but it was uh, number three at the box office. Number four, Last Vegas, uh, a film that simply does not interest me at all. It brought in $11 million over the weekend and is up to $37 million worldwide. Uh, that was on a budget of $28 million. I haven't been doing the budgets on these but uh, so far because it's not laid out the way I'm used to in Box Office Mojo. But uh, $28 million, so, you know, it's got a little ways to go. It's a little over that production budget, but they, I'm sure they have a lot more money in it, uh, you know, advertising. And, you know, that's just – that's gross. That's not including, you know, taking out the theater cut and whatnot. So, uh, anyway, uh, not interested in this film at all. Uh, number five, Ender's Game brought in $10.2 million over the weekend – uh, and uh, 9.1 million foreign monies so far. It's up to 56 million, and then it's on a budget of 110 million, and that's not good, and that's too bad because it was a decent enough film. Uh, so, yeah, but I mean, certainly the competition of Thor is not going to help it at all. Uh, so next on the list, number six, Gravity, brought in 8.5 million over the weekend. Uh, it is up to uh, 477 million worldwide, so not a bad haul, not a bad haul at all. And probably the best film. I, th I think I would call this the best film I've seen this year. Uh, amazing film. So uh, definitely thrilled that it's done so well and still doing well in the box office. Although, obviously, Thor has already nearly blown it away. It's it, This weekend, I think Thor is going to surpass it. So, uh, Number seven, 12 Years a Slave, brought in $6.6 million over the weekend. Uh, this film has finally just come out of limited release, or actually it may still be technically in limited release, but it's finally come to Nashville. I just don't know when I'm going to get a chance to see it, uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it's up to, let's see here, uh, wide opening weekend, $6.6 million, up to $19.7 million domestically. I don't see any foreign money on the box office mojo chart, so it must still be only uh, locally. Uh, and uh, it looks like a good film. I want to see it for sure. Budget is not available. We don't know what they spent on this film. And number eight, Captain Phillips brought in $5.7 over the weekend. 
uh, and is up to 147.7 million worldwide. So did okay, and, and a really good film. And it's too bad that it's has, it has such heavy competition around it. I think it could have done much better because it's a really good film. Uh, maybe the second best I've seen this year. Although I really like Thor, so it's hard to say how I place that. But they're on such different levels too, you know, so, so far apart in terms of the genre and what they're doing and addressing. So uh, anyway, that's your box office. That's your top eight. Uh, sorry I didn't get around to posting that on the site earlier this week. Just been a really busy week. I did I did post a linked list item to uh, Thor dropping the hammer and being number one at the box office. That'll be in, in the show notes of this episode of The Wrap. Well, it looks like there's going to be a Hunger Games uh, theme park. Uh, you talk about missing the point entirely. This is according to Devin uh, Farisi, I don't know, over at Badass Digest. What if the Hunger Games Catching Fire turned out to be a really great movie that was very uh, was very smart about subversion? And what if people releasing the movie Lionsgate sort of never got it and didn't understand the concept of bread and circuses distracting the masses from the harsh realities of a system they could and should overthrow? Well, they might open a theme park based on kids killing kids of the Hunger Games. And actually, they are. To which I said, wow, this has got to be a joke, right? I mean, why would you open a Hunger Games theme park? You're talking about missing the point entirely. It's just crazy. Missing the point. Ah, I don't understand. Uh, now, I do have to get political for just a moment. Uh, this this article uh, went on to, to say, unless, of course, Lionsgate's whole plan is to use the park as a way to show, uh, show you that the capitalist system in which many toil for pleasures of the few is inherently unfair and must be destroyed. And, and I say, really? Come on. The entire system of Pan Am in The Hunger Games is anything but capitalist. The system in Pan Am is what happens when a socialist system fails and you have rule of the elite. This is not capitalism. It's nothing like capitalism. It just bugs me that they would even say that. But capitalism is the big bad evil, so anyway, sorry to be political for a moment. That just irritated me so much. If you're going to diss capitalism, diss it properly. Don't don't say that what they have in the Hunger Games is representative of capitalism and that capitalism is a system where many toil for the pleasures of the few. That's not capitalism. I'm sorry, it's just not. So, uh, anyway, sorry to get off my political soapbox there. The next Bourne film in 2015 will uh, star Jeremy Renner. Uh, according to Jermaine Lucier over at Slash Film, Justin Lin is going from Fast and Furious Cars to Fast and Furious Fists. The director has signed on to direct the next Bourne movie, which will follow Aaron Cross in a story written by Anthony Peckham, uh, who wrote Sherlock Holmes. Universal is hoping for a summer 2015 release. Uh, sorry, you have to give me a minute here. I just threw up a little. <clears throat> Born Legacy was so bad. I don't understand why we would want another film uh, uh, with Jeremy Renner. I mean, I like Jeremy Renner, but he and it wasn't his fault that, that the Born Legacy was bad. The Born Legacy was just bad, and I don't, I, I don't want it. I don't want another one. No, go away. Don't want it. Well, I did release my review of Thor The Dark World this week, uh, Wednesday morning, actually, and uh, I liked the film quite a lot. I gave it four out of five stars, and uh, I don't remember what the word count of this uh, art, uh, review was. I've written longer ones, and I've also written shorter ones, uh, and I only had a couple of minor grievances with the film, which I'll let you read about if you find this article linked up in the show notes. I also started a new podcast recently called Bite-Sized Video Reviews, and it's a video podcast, and I released episode two where I give some short thoughts about Thor The Dark World. So if my review, the written review, is just too long for you, then check out uh, the Bite-Sized Video Review number two on Thor The Dark World. That'll be in the show notes as well. Uh, Hopefully you'll like that uh, podcast. I, I hope many of you will find it and subscribe to it.
We also got a trailer this week for Maleficent, uh, starring Angelina Jolie. You may remember Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. It's been years since I've seen that film, but uh, you know, it's still she's still a very recognizable character with the horns and kind of the way her head looks and the silhouette. Uh, I don't know who Disney's most evil villain is. Uh, I don't know. Ursula kind of comes to mind from Ariel, but but um, uh, Maleficent is probably way up there. Uh, you know, and as I said, that 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 silhouette of hers is so recognizable. I'm not. I, I don't think I wanted a a, uh, a real life adaptation though. Even starring An- Angelina Jolie, I, I don't think I needed this. But whatever. The trailer is in the show notes if you want to uh, check that out. Uh. So, oh, I, I meant to mention this. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not going to go back and edit this. You can just hear it th- this way. I meant to mention this as part of my review. Uh, me and Chad and Joe and Mike uh, Fizzle uh, got together and talked about Thor The Dark World in the Movie Bite podcast episode 68 in an episode that we titled Thor Score and 7. That was a lot of fun. You'll want to check that out. Uh, that's over an hour and a half. Let me Let me see here just how long that is. That is an hour and 37 minutes that we talked about it and, and had a lot of fun with. So uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Thursday, we got a trailer for, we got two trailers for Darren Aronofsky's uh, Noah, uh, starring Russell Crowe, Emma Watson, Jennifer Connelly, uh, Connelly, I never know how to say that exactly, and Anthony Hopkins. They're teaming up to tell us the biblical story of Noah and his ark building adventure. You know, as a Christian, uh, I'm sure it doesn't surprise any of you to learn that I'm a Christian, if you didn't know before. I'm sure you did. Uh, as a Christian, I'm, I'm particularly interested to see what they're going to do here. It looks like they're taking a lot of liberties with, with what happened in the text and everything, but you kind of have to if you're going to tell the story of Noah. There's not a lot of detail given. All we know really is that God told Noah to build an ark, that man was evil, and he sent a flood, and he sent the animals on the ark, and, and he destroyed the earth with a flood. That's really what we know, and they're, of course, telling the story leading up to the flood, uh, and it's a feature-length film, so they've got to go somewhere with it. Depending on how they do it, I might be okay with it, but I'm not expecting to be okay with it. I'm expecting it to be sacrilegious and stuff, but, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. And there are two trailers to watch. Those are in the show notes. we got the uh, the international trailer and the domestic trailer, so you'll, you'll want to be sure to check those out. All right. Uh, I found something uh, kind of interesting. Uh, the Four Players is the name of the series, and there's going to be four, right? Currently, uh, there's only two, and uh, they'll be releasing probably later today, and I won't get a chance to post it till Monday, but the other two in this series. It's a it's like a mini-series on uh, a modern-day gritty take on the Mario Brothers, and the first one is about Mario, almost like kind of like becoming Mario, and uh, it's called The Fixer. The second one's called The Addict, and it's about Luigi uh, kind of nerdy, and I, I alternated between snorting with laughter and then kind of geeky wonderment. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird, kind of fun. Uh, be sure to check that out. It, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Speaking of geeky, nerdy fun, I found the most interesting thing uh, in addition to that. Uh, just as I was getting ready to hang up uh, the postings for the day, I found this video called Super Smash Wars, uh, A Link to the Hope, a Star Wars uh, story. Uh, <laughs> this is the most awesomely ridiculous or perhaps ridiculously awesome thing I've, I've ever seen uh, in, in the whole galaxy or even a galaxy far, far away. Really, the whole universe. If you love movies or video games and or video games, and particularly old video games, and you love Star Wars, this is going to be for you. This video is a must-watch. Uh, I, I, I can't even explain it, uh, and it's, it would sound silly if I did. Just go watch it. You will not be sorry that you did. It'll be in the show notes. Before I sign off, let's talk about what you might like to see this weekend. 
Uh, when life robs you, sometimes you've got to rob it back. Uh, and that is a quote from the trailer of The Book Thief. Uh, it is rated PG-13. It is opening this weekend, or depending on what parts of Fandango you look at, opening last weekend. It's a little unclear, and it's in limited release even so. Um, so uh, it's, I, I can't find It's not playing anywhere in Nashville this weekend. I think I'm going to have to wait another week, or I don't know. It's a little hard to find this information. It's really frustrating, but it looks really good. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I mean, there's no doubt they're kind of aiming for an Oscar here with this film. So, uh, it is a kind of a World War II movie, but it not, I don't think it's necessarily your ordinary fare for World War II. Make sure to check that out if it is playing in your area, area and, uh, I'm hoping to see it maybe next weekend. I don't know. It's, I'm frustrated about that. Still in theaters is Thor The Dark World, Ender's Game, Gravity, 12 Years a Slave, Captain Phillips, About Time, and Escape Plan. For more on how I feel about those films and whether or not you might want to see those, be sure to check out my article linked up in the show notes. Well, that's all for this week. If you'd like to view those show notes online, you can find those at moviebyte.com slash therap slash 56. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me on Twitter. I am TJ Draper Pro there. You can also follow MovieByte on Twitter to stay up to date, twitter.com slash moviebyte. And you can like MovieByte on Facebook, facebook.com slash moviebyte. We keep uh, everything up to date there, and it's a good way for you to interact with us. Of course, be sure to visit the website where we keep you up to date every weekday at moviebyte.com. That's all I've got this week. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend.